0: What's going on everybody and welcome to Games Are Fun, the weekly video game podcast show that talks about video game news, stories, and highlights. My name is Luke and thank you for joining me on another episode of Games Are Fun. Games Are Fun is a weekly podcast that comes out every Tuesday at 10am Mountain Daylight Time and it's available on iTunes, Google Play, CastBox, and SoundCloud. If you enjoy the show, it would be really appreciated if you could meet me halfway with a subscribe or rate on iTunes, whatever you need to do um, on that specific platform. It goes a long way when you do that. Uh, I really appreciate everyone who does that. It means so much to me when you guys give that support and show that you like the content. It motivates me each week to create the best show for you guys. So thank you to everyone who's already done that and continues to give that support. Really appreciate it. If you have any feedback on the show, you can reach me at the email address, gamesarefunpodcast at gmail.com course i'll recap that at the end of the episode but you can send any feedback comments on the show um, opinions on the show to that email address and depending on the email on what you write if it's specific to something that i'm going to be talking about in the next episode or it's maybe something that you want me to talk about on the show um it could very well happen on the next episode so use that email address to get in contact with me talk about the show um i read through those emails every day. So thank you everyone who does that. In today's episode, it's a bit of a longer episode because last week we had such a big week in video games. We had the Game Awards on December 6th. December 7th was the release of Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. And then on December 8th, we had the Kinda of Funny Games Showcase. So between the Kinda of Funny Games Showcase and the Game Awards, there were a ton of video game announcements. We got announcements on new games. We got updates on games we already knew about and there's just so much stuff I wanna talk about. So if you missed the Game Awards, or you missed the Kinda of Funny Game Showcase, this is gonna be a great episode because I'm gonna be talking about all the big bombs that were dropped on each of those days. And then I am going to be giving my impressions so far on Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. I've probably played four to five hours worth, and so uh, I'll give you my impressions. As someone who is not very familiar with the Smash franchise, and has limited experience playing Smash. Um, I have some great insight as to what my initial impressions are with Ultimate so far. So that's what the episode looks like this week. Before we get to all that, I just wanted to bring up my YouTube channel. If you are interested in uh, my opinions on video games, but the podcast is too too long for you or it's it's a bit much, you can head over to my YouTube channel, Games Are Fun. That's where I'm going to be doing more short-form content. It's going to be similar to the content I talk about each week on the podcast, but in more more of an isolated video that's maybe three, anywhere to like four, three to four to to ten minute videos. My first video is up on there already. It was released last week. It's three Nintendo Switch games you need to play. So head over on there. You can also find the video on my Facebook page. Just search for Games Are Fun. My next video is going to be Red Dead Redemption thoughts and impressions on for the online service, and I have everything pretty much recorded. I need to do some more voiceover and I need to do some editing, and then that video will be on the way. I wanted it to to release this past weekend, but I just ran out of time. I, I had a really busy schedule. I worked Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, um, and so yeah, it was it was way too too hard to to get that video up in time so i'm hoping i'm aiming for next weekend but you know this is we'll we'll see what happens i can't give you a date at this time but just go over to my youtube channel subscribe to it set on the notifications so that you get a live notification when videos are added that's the best way to make sure you don't miss any future videos over on there so just wanted to plug that youtube channel before we talked today um because that's kind of something that i'm putting a lot of attention towards in the coming weeks so That's that. Now let's talk about the game awards. Let's start there. So uh, Eddie McCook, McCooch, McCook, I think, um, over at GameSpot.com has the article, All Game Awards 2018 Announcements. Uh, So I'm using that as kind of my outline. I'm not going to read his article word for word. I'm just kind of using it as a place to make sure I touch on all the things I wanted to touch on. So some of these are not in uh, any specific order. Of course, the Game Awards kind of had like a 15-minute pre-show before they actually started the, the ceremony, and um, so there were some smaller announcements made uh, by Jeff. He was kind of standing on the stage and dropped some trailers and made some announcements that way, um, and then there was announcements kind of scattered throughout the night in between presenting awards. So... Uh, These aren't in any specific order or anything, I'm just, they're all announcements that were made during the Game Awards, so yeah, sit back, relax, hopefully uh, you get excited over some of these things just as I did. I will say that these awards definitely beat my expectations. Um, I expected a handful of announcements. Maybe a couple big bangers that were dropped, um, but majority of it I thought it was just going to be pretty straightforward, just like in the years past. This was a really big game awards this year. There was a lot of announcements that I did not expect, um, so that was really cool to see. So let's let's kind of go through um, the announcements, and then we'll go over the winners of each award. Um, so Yeah. Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 The Black Order so Marvel Ultimate Alliance is a franchise that already existed well there's a, the third in the series coming out and it's going to be a Nintendo Switch exclusive coming in 2019 that is a, the biggest deal with that so they showed us a trailer for Marvel, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 and it has you know all your Marvel characters uh, Avengers Guardian of the Galaxy X-Men and some of the other franchises Um, Eddie over on GameSpot talks about how it has a cel-shaded look and appears to be a beat-em-up and Thanos is in the game Uh, those were the highlights under that trailer so go over and uh, check out the trailer for yourself because um, you'll kind of get what I mean when I say that it looks a little uh, a little out of touch for where we're at I think it will be great for the Nintendo Switch because that is a platform it is aimed for a younger audience i think it has a, a bigger reach to the younger audience as opposed to maybe a playstation or xbox and so it's a great platform for this game because this game is a little bit more a, of a um a lighter tone on the marvel characters square enix is a, supposedly in uh supposed to have this Avengers game. We still haven't really heard much about that game, Um, but that's supposed to be a big Marvel game that's coming out in the future. Still don't have an update on that, but this is kind of cool that we got an announcement for that. And the big, I can't stress it enough, it's such a big deal that this uh, game is being uh put like a a switch exclusive it's being published by nintendo which is a really big deal so that's good for them for getting a third-party uh license on the switch exclusively that's a big deal um journey to the savage planet so typhoon studio the new team made up of developers who worked on assassin's creed and batman arkham asylum announced a new game journey to the savage planet coming in 2019 the game is a is an upbeat adventure game focusing on the exploration of hostile alien planet with little to no resources though the concept is prime material for another battle royale or survival game the developers state that it's purely an adventure game which is really good to, to hear there's a lot of battle royale games on the market so um, i'm glad that they weren't dipping their hand in that uh, we're still a a bit in the dark about what to expect from the game, but the developer stated in the press release what the game's essence is all about. Another announcement was the Stanley Parable. um, A new version of the thought-provoking narrative game, the Stanley Parable is coming in 2019 for console. Um, The game is called the Stanley Parable Ultra Deluxe and it comes with more content. This is really cool. Stanley Parable is a game that was exclusive to the PC and um, it's a like the article says a thought-provoking narrative game has this uh, narration over stanley and um, it's it's just a very unique interesting original game that has a really strong narrative so that's cool to see a game like that that i thought would forever be on stuck on the pc making its way to consoles uh, that shows that the console market is really strong right now and um can support these types of games on it so that's really cool far cry new dawn following the recent tease of a new far cry game ubisoft unveiled a spin-off of sorts to far cry 5. Um, so this is spoilers for far cry 5 if you haven't finished it but set years after the end of the game in a post-apocalyptic version of its setting hope county far cry new dawn pits you against a band of hostile survivors it launches in early 2019 i think it's like february 15th or something like that if i'm not mistaken and it's 40 dollars that's us so um probably a 50 dollar game 55 dollars game here in canada and the dog can ri- finally ride in your car so that's really cool i love far cry 5 this is just basically kind of like a standalone continuation of the story Um, nothing big so that's why it's at a reduced cost um, compared to a full price game so that's really sweet I love I love Far Cry 5 this looks like more of that with uh, more craziness in this post apocalyptic world so I'm really excited for that I'll definitely be picking that up when it comes out Hades the next game from Transistor and bastion developer super giant games was revealed during the game awards it's called hades and it's available right now in early access on the just launch epic game store Uh, epic game store is the equivalent to i guess steam um epic obviously developers of fortnite wanted to create their own storefront just like steam and some of the other big ones to kind of compete with them and during the game awards there was a lot of um advertising for the epic game store that literally launched i think a day or two before the game Awards. so the fact that they already had deals lined up to have games go into early access or into beta on the epic game store that's a great start for that this thing is going to i think really be a good competitor for steam we'll see what happens in the days and months ahead, but that's really cool. Uh, The game is presented from a top-down perspective, just like Bastion and Transistor. Uh, Really cool-looking game. I recommend this one. Um, Put a star beside this. Go look it up. It looks really sweet. It has a really great visual. Scavengers, a new survival shooter... competition game, Scavengers is in development at Midwinter, a new studio founded by former Halo developer Josh Holmes. In the game, teams have to work together to survive while also competing to win. Playtesting begins in 2019. Now here's a big announcement, Crash Team Racing Remaster. So Crash Bandicoot made a big comeback in 2017 with the Insane Trilogy, a collection of remasters of the first three games. Seeing as the game sold incredibly well, it shouldn't be any surprise that publisher Activision has decided to remaster the last remaining Naughty Dog-developed Crash game, CTR Crash Team Racing. Rebanded, Crash Team Racing, Nitro-fueled. The classic PS1 kart racer is being brought into the modern age and updated graphics, online play, and customization options. The remaster is being handled by Beanox, a studio primarily known for its work on Spider-Man and Call of Duty games. Expect to play it on June 21st, 2019. And initially I thought when they released this trailer that it was going to be similar to Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy where it was console exclusive for playstation 4 for the first year and then it came to the xbox the following year and nintendo switch eventually um but what it looks like is that ctr is actually going to be available on all three right on release date this is definitely i see i associate it with playstation obviously because that's what it was on back in the day on the playstation one but to be honest this is a game that i'll probably pick up for switch this would be a great i would say crash team racing is the best kart racing next to mario kart um, if not better than uh, Mario Kart 64 at the time. To be honest, I had CTR, um, played it backwards compatible on my PlayStation 2, and I love that game. Like, it was so good. Such a good kart racer, really fun. Uh, so, this is such an awesome announcement. Um, people have been hoping for it forever, and we finally got that. So, yeah, I'm definitely, definitely down for that. That's really sweet. Uh, the next one is The Outer Worlds. So Fallout New Vegas and Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic 2 developer Obsidian announced a new game, The Outer Worlds. During the Game Awards, or sorry, (laughs) they announced a new game, The Outer Worlds, during the Game Awards. It's a single player RPG set in sci-fi world and it looks really intriguing. Um, the game is also being published by Grand Theft Auto parent company, Take-Two's new indie label, Private Division. This relationship remains remains intact despite Obsidian getting acquired by Microsoft recently. So basically this game looks a lot like Fallout in space. Um, it has a really strong Fallout vibe to it, even just watching the trailer. This game does something for me. Uh, this announcement looks really uh, was a big deal because the game looks really, really cool. I'm really interested to see more, to see some more gameplay, see kind of the mechanics of the game, but it, it's, a, it's a big RPG game um, that's definitely going to, I think, it looks like it will do well next year, so uh, I'm assuming, that is assuming that it comes out next year. Dauntless, the monster, ha- uh, the monster hunter-like RPG Dauntless is coming to PS4 and Xbox One following its launch on PS4. Um, it's expected to arrive as free download on these platforms in April 2019 when it also becomes available through Epic Games' newly announced store on PC. And they also said that it is going to be coming to mobile Nintendo Switch later in 2019. The Last Campfire. In a surprise move, Hello Games has a new project that isn't No Man's Sky cooking. Um, so it's developed by the creative duo behind Lost Wind. The Last Campfire follows The Last Ember as it searches for a way home. Uh, This is a really cool, cute-looking game, Uh, very stylized in a way that's very very cool and vivid. What's interesting to me is that this is developed by uh, Hello Games. They're calling it a Hello Game short because it's kind of a smaller game, but it looks nothing like No Man's Sky. So that's really, really sweet that they're taking on side projects. They're recovering from... know what seemed to be a really rocky launch of No Man's Sky and uh, they kind of tainted their name as a studio from that announcement and so it's great to see that they're they're making a comeback they're still continuing to make different kinds of games Um, so yeah a release date hasn't been announced yet but uh, keep your eye on that. Anthem Demo. Bioware's next big game Anthem is set for release in February 2019. But ahead of that, it's giving people a chance to get an early taste of the game in two demos. So the first is from January 25th until January 27th, and that's available to people pre-order the game. And then the second demo is open to everyone February 1st to 3rd, so, uh, you know, in the weeks before launch. So that's really cool if you want to get your hands on Anthem, see what that's all about. Atlas, a new game from the creators of Ark Survival Evolved, Atlas is an ambitious-looking PC and console MMO. Um if you're f- familiar with Ark, um the survival game, apparently the map for Atlas is 1200 times bigger than the map from Ark. Um Sorry, did I say that right? Atlas is, Atlas's map is 1200 times bigger than Ark. Um So that's really cool. Uh, It's funny that uh, I remember when having a big open world was such a big deal, right? To create, it wasn't like, it didn't matter how detailed the world was. It was just, it was all about size. It was quantity, not quality. It was kind of interesting that that was a time in games. Um, So that one looks cool. It's kind of like a pirate type game. Um, Looks interesting. Dragon Age 4. So following earlier reports Bioware officially confirmed a new Dragon Age game at the Game Awards through a brief teaser trailer. Um, the video featured slow pans across a few artifacts and a hashtag that likely hints at a central story. Uh, it said, the figure said the Dread Wolf Rises. So that's interesting. Not, uh, not that I don't like the games, but I've never gotten into the Dragon Age series, so uh, this is a big news announcement for Dragon Age fans, but um, for me, that is isn't really doing much, but that's all right. Uh, New PUBG map. A brand new PUBG map, Vikendi, was announced during the Game Awards. It's a snowy map. Um, It's available on PC test servers, and then it's going to come to Xbox One and PS4 in January. So um, that's cool that they're bringing new maps. Uh, It's great to see PUBG still chugging along there. New Ancestors gameplay. The new game from Assassin's Creed creator Patrice Des... Patrice Desalets, and his new studio. Jeez, um, oh, these are French names. I, I can't get them right. Panat- Panache Digital Games, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I apologize for that. Finally got a proper gameplay trailer at the Game Awards. Environmental diversity is one of the big features as you explore the jungles and savannas of Africa while surviving the harsh ecosystems and fighting off predators. And what's cool is you'll take part in multiple generations of human ancestry. So you'll kind of start as apes and you'll get to evolve as uh, more mammals, I guess, that are lined up with the same characteristics as humans. So that's really, really cool to see evolution in a video game like that. Mortal Kombat 11. In a surprise announcement, Mortal Kombat creator Ed Boon appeared on the stage at Game Awards to officially announce Mortal Kombat 11, and it's launching on April 23rd, 2019. That's sweet. Love that there's a new Mortal Kombat game that's also coming to Nintendo Switch, which is really sweet. Um, Nintendo's not a platform that you really associate with violent games like that, so that's really sweet. Uh, Devil May Cry 5, free demo for Capcom's Devil May Cry 5, will be available tomorrow, December 7th, uh, so it's available right now if you're listening to this. Um, And yeah, just a new trailer for that, basically. Xbox Winter of Arcade. So we talked about this back at the XO18 episode, talking about the announcements from that show. Uh, Microsoft is bringing back one of its most popular promotions with a slight twist. This month, it will kick off the Winter of Arcade, a collection of nine hand-picked indie games releasing throughout December. Uh, so those games include the Monster... Oh, sorry, Monster Boy in the Cursed Kingdom, Mutant Year Zero, Subnautica 1.0... <clears throat> Excuse me, Ashen, Hello Neighbor, Hide and Seek, Kingdom Two Crowns, Desert Child, and Below, and Donut County. Uh, To sweeten the pot, each one you purchase after your first will net you a $5 Xbox or Microsoft Store gift card up to $40 total. So it's sweet. It's basically giving you a reward for playing and buying these indie games. So you're helping indie developers. You're getting to play really sweet games and you're also getting rewarded by getting... Uh, you know, an Xbox gift card for every time you purchase one. So that's really sweet. I will for sure be checking out all these games, I think. Um, I'm familiar with all of them. Uh, yeah, for the most part. So um, I'm really excited to to check out those games. Rage 2 release date. At the Game Awards, Bethesda released a brand new trailer for the over-the-top open world game. Uh, it's going to be coming out May 14th. Persona's Joker coming to Smash. So this was a big announcement near the end of the show. Joker from Persona 5 will be a DLC character for Nintendo's just-launched Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. There will be four other characters in the Challenger Pack 1, but there's no word yet on who they are. So keep checking uh, with GameSpot for more. Uh, Yeah, so this is sweet. They have that DLC pack. Uh, They promised more fighters. We already have so many in the game. We have everyone plus some new ones and this was crazy because it was Joker from Persona 5. Persona is a game that is exclusive to PlayStation consoles. You can't even play this game on Nintendo Switch. So the fact that Nintendo got a licensing deal to get a character from a game that's exclusive to another platform to to make an appearance in their game is a big deal. I think this definitely means that we're going to see a Persona. Come over to the Nintendo Switch. Maybe the, we'll see an announcement at an early Nintendo Direct next year. But this is sweet. I, I This basically just confirmed that anything's really possible. Uh, it was announced that uh, normally Sakurai uh, was the one who... He, 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 of course, is the producer of the game. He was responsible for making deals and getting different characters into the game in the past. Um, he said that Nintendo was handling all DLC characters and making the decisions from there. And so a lot of people just made the assumptions that because Nintendo was doing that, that we're going to get, you know, DLC characters like uh, a Goomba or Captain Toad. Or, and not that there's anything wrong with that, but, you know, it'd be cool to see other characters not just from like the Mario world or something and so this is great that they got a deal with Square Enix and um Square Enix Sorry, excuse me Atlas is the one who developed uh Persona and so that's sweet Uh, that maybe down the line we get a Crash Bandicoot or uh, maybe Goku or you know, Banjo-Kazooie, those characters are possible, so that, that'd that be very sweet to see. Um, I'm really excited to see what else that Challenger pack has in it. Fortnite's The Block. So one of the big Fortnite announcements at the Game Awards was The Block. Um, so they took away uh, Risky Reels and put this basically this platform down in the game. Um, Fortnite launched a new creative mode that you basically can have your own private island and you can create your own uh, think of like Forge for Halo, but it's a creative mode for Fortnite, and so uh, community—it's basically community-made content is going to be showcased on Fortnite's the block, um, where Risky Reels is. So that's really cool. It's a—it's a way to highlight community-made content in the game, so everyone else can experience it. I think that's really sweet. It promotes creativity, so I really like that. Um, and so that's all that this article highlights, but there were definitely a lot more announcements um, in there. Um, of course, it would take forever if I went over every single announcement, but those are the big ones that I wanted to touch on. Of course, um, if you haven't already done so and you're interested, I would maybe uh, go online and uh, look, search up for some of those announcements because there were some other things that might interest you. Um, but like I said, I don't want to... I don't want to take up too much of the, the episode by just going over every single announcement that was made. So, uh, but, but before we moved on from the Game Awards, I of course wanted to talk about the winners. At the end of this month, I'm going to be talking about my favorite games of the year, and you guys have also submitted your games of the year. Um, so I'm waiting till closer to the end of the year. I wanted to an opportunity to play Super Smash Brothers to get a little further in Pokemon as well as God of War that I finally picked up, and so that's what that looks like um, for games are fun at the end of the month but uh the game awards gave out their their awards there um so we'll just talk about the big winners um in each category so game of the year went to god of war best ongoing game went to fortnite best game direction went to god of war best narrative went to red dead redemption 2 best art direction went to return return of the Obra Dinn. Best score music went to Red Dead Redemption 2. Best audio design went to Red Dead Redemption 2. Best performance went to Roger Clark as Arthur Morgan in Red Dead Redemption 2. So Red Dead Redemption 2 had a great night by picking up a lot of awards. Uh, Games for Impact was Celeste. Um, That's really great. Best independent game was Celeste. Best mobile game was Florence. Again, get Florence if you... You you all have phones. (laughs) Um, Get Florence. It is... Forty-five minute game. It's like three bucks on the Google Play Store. It's about um, relationships and dealing with, you know, I don't want to spoil it. Just go get that game. It's really it's a great uh, story in in a forty-five minute uh, playthrough. Best VR AR game: Astrobot. Best action game was Dead Cells. Best action adventure game was God of War. Best RPG was Monster Hunter World, which was kind of controversial because a lot of people wouldn't categorize that game as an RPG, but nonetheless they won. Best fighting game was Dragon Ball Fighter Z or Fighters, whatever it's however it's pronounced. Best family game was Overcooked 2, which was surprising; it beat out uh, Super Mario Party. Uh, best strategy game into the breach. Best sports racing game. Uh, Spor- forza horizon 4 best multiplayer game fortnite best student game combat 2018 best debut indie game the messenger really want to play the, mes- the messenger i'm going to pick that game up when i finally beat some of my backlog uh, and best esports game was overwatched best esports player dominic sonic fox mclean echo fox uh, best esports team cloud nine best esports coach bach reaper hung hungu I, again, I apologize, can't pronounce the last names. Best esports event, League of Legends World Championship, Best Esports host, Anders Oh my gosh. Um they have such crazy name, like nicknames and stuff. Uh Content Creator of the Year, Ninja, and Best Esports Moment, C9 comeback winning, Triple OT versus FaZe. It's it's like a different language. So I'm not familiar with esports, so it's like it literally is like a different language. Anyways, those were the winners. Not really surprised. I'm glad to see God of War winning Game of the Year. Red Dead 2 was definitely tough competition for them. Um like I said, they brought in a lot of awards, but the big awards like Best Direction and Game of the Year went to God of War, rightfully so. Um from what I've played in the game, I understand why uh, it's so well received and I'll talk more about my thoughts on the best games, of course, at uh, on that episode near the end of the year. So looking forward to that. So let's move on to the Kind of Funny Games Showcase. So for those of you not familiar, Kind of Funny is a crew uh, co-founded by Greg Miller, Tim Geddes, Nick Scarpino, and they used to work at IGN. Greg um, is kind of the face of the company. He uh, was a game journalist for a long time um, He's a really well-known games journalist in the industry, and when he had worked at IGN for X amount of years, him and Colin and Tim and Nick decided to create Kind of Funny, which was their own company that highlighted similar things that IGN highlighted. It was basically um, a platform for them to do podcasts on pop culture, on movies, on geek culture, on video games, and so... They've kind of been around since twenty fifteen and every year they get bigger and bigger they are doing bigger productions on their shows they're hiring in different staff to come in and um present on their shows and create content for them and so it's really great to see that uh they're they're they they keep growing um kind of funny is easily one of my favorite uh group of content creators I watch them almost every day they have uh, the kind of funny games daily show which airs Monday through Friday every day. So like they, they're they're definitely uh, and in an, they, they're influencers they um, Are people that in have motivated me to and inspired me to kind of create my own video game content So uh, if you haven't checked out kind of funny, I really highly recommend their their content. It's absolutely fantastic anyways, Greg Miller um big spokesperson for, for PlayStation, very big fan of PlayStation, very big fan of PlayStation X, PSX, that happens every year, usually around December. So this year they announced that PlayStation was not holding a PSX, and this kind of sucked because PSX was a platform for smaller developers to showcase their games, right? All the major announcements are usually saved for E3, Those that big game conference that we have each year. PSX was kind of a, a time to focus more on their exclusives as well as some smaller indie titles, right? And so when there wasn't a PSX, Greg wanted to, to do a showcase that highlighted indie games. So that's exactly what the showcase was. It was about an hour, 10 minutes. and it had 69 games. Um, some of the games were actually bigger, um, some from some big time developers. Other games were, you know, small games developed by one person. Um but all the games were really cool indie games. Um you think of how many games are out there. You know, Greg got so many responses and basically they broke it down to sixty nine games. So I'm gonna be talking about some of the games that were announced in there. Um Again, it's a showcase, so it was basically just trailer after trailer, just a montage of trailers. It's available over on YouTube, so I would just recommend going over to the Kind of Funny Games YouTube channel and watching the episode from there. Um, So here's some of the, the highlights from that. So Super Meat Boy Forever, a sequel to Super Meat Boy, is coming in April 2019 for PC, PS4, Xbox, and Nintendo Switch. Um... Toe Jam and Earl Back in the Groove is releasing March first, twenty nineteen. We saw a new trailer for that. Um, what else was there? There's a new Conan game called Conan Unqu- Unconquered, um, and that was an announcement trailer. So a kind of a cool teaser. Uh, I Conan's a badass. I, I'm definitely digging that. Um, got some new DLC. The Messenger Picnic Panic free DLC expansion coming 2019 human fall flat dark dlc announcement and then they had a guacamelee to kind of funny greg miller slash portillo who's his little wiener dog uh, dlc announcement so that was sweet to see greg miller and his dog make it into a video game um and then limited runs of course the publisher who's responsible for making physical copy in limited runs um for indie developers so celeste and windjammers are going to be uh limited run games physicals and uh, windjammer windjammers is uh, coming out december 21st 2018 and celeste physical copy is january 1st 2019 um a game that was announced long gone days release date trailer full release april 2019 Um, that game was very very intriguing just go look up a trailer for long gone days unfortunately it's only going to be on pc in its uh full release but um i hope that's a game that really does well because it looks interesting the trailer alone kind of brought me in Uh, a cool game also called Vane got a release date trailer january 15th 2019 ps4 it reminded me a little bit of journey and rhyme and um kind of bits of other games in that kind of style. Uh, so I would, basically all these games that I'm highlighting, maybe just put a little star by each announcement and remember to go look them up on YouTube or, or just watch the Kind of Funny Game Showcase because these are the ones that uh, were interesting to me. The Wild Eight release date trailer, March 2019 on PC and August 2019 on consoles. This was great news because The Wild Eight was a game that I backed on Kickstarter way back in 2016. Um, so to see three years later, we got a release date for that on consoles. I'm kind of finally going to be rewarded for backing that on Kickstarter some, you know, three years ago. Um, what else did we got? We had. We had a Judgment localization announcement trailer. So Judgment is from Sega, made by the same developers of Yakuza. And it had already been announced um, as Project Project Judge in Japan. But uh, Judgment is going to be the, the game that we see over here in North America. And it's supposed to come out on PS4 in the summer of 2019. This is great. It's basically similar to the... It basically looks like a Yakuza game, but you play a detective um, instead of a Yakuza mobster. So that's really sweet. They ended the show with The Walking Dead, the final season, episode three trailer, and that's releasing January 15th, 2019. So as talked about previously on the show, Telltale Games, of course, the developers for The Walking Dead series closed its doors and laid off, you know, 250 employees without severance. And it was just a really mess of um, a mass layoff and... Uh, I I guess every layoff, mass layoff is a big mess. But um, yeah, that, that happened basically, I don't know, a day or two before episode two of The Walking Dead, the final season released. And so basically um, what happened was Skybound Entertainment, of course, the publishing company responsible for The Walking Dead comics, um, they've kind of, put their hand in video games in the last couple years and they took over that team so they um basically create a studio uh i think it's called once bitten um which is kind of a a very clever title for a development uh studio um you know obviously the reference to zombies there but kind of like we've been bitten we've been by our old company telltale um They've created a studio at Skybound and they're going to be finishing off The Walking Dead. So we weren't really sure what that meant when the next episode was going to come out. This just confirmed it. Um, It was a really cool trailer. I'm really happy to see this because as a fan of that game and who has played through Clementine's story in each of those games, uh, I'm glad to see that we're going to see a conclusion. And some of those people, of course not all of them, but a large portion of those developers from Telltale got rehired by Skybound uh to to finish off this game so that's really cool. Um so yeah, there is a ton of announcements. Like I said, 69 games. A lot of them are indies, so um if I just read them out to you, it wouldn't really do much for you. Um I really like I said just go and watch the show for yourself. Um it's only an hour and a bit and you might be able to see some cool indie games that catch your eye that you'll have to to remember um, so that you get to play them when they, they, they drop. So that's that. All right. Now let's talk about super smash brothers ultimate. So my experience with super smash brothers comes from the Nintendo 64. I, as I've mentioned on the show, didn't really have Nintendo consoles growing up, had that Nintendo 64. That was my first gaming console. And I never owned smash brothers, but I would always rent it from the, the video store. And so I, my experience with Smash Brothers was only from the Nintendo 64. I did play the GameCube Melee um, at friend's house, I believe, but not enough for me to really remember too much about it. But the GameCube version is the one that obviously took the series off. Like that, a lot of people argue, is one of the best Smash games. Of course, after Melee, we got Brawl on the Wii, and then we got Super Smash Brothers for Wii U. And all great games, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate has taken... The thing is, from game to game, there would be new characters added, but then there would be characters removed from the previous game. Um, Ultimate, all 74 characters. So right off the bat, that's a really big deal that makes Super Smash Brothers Ultimate really great because not only do you have all the characters from the previous games, you also have characters like Ridley, Inkling, Incineroar, Simon and Richter Belmont, um... Am missing any King K rule? Those are all characters, and then we got the Smash DLC. We got the Joker from Persona coming over, so we got much, we're we're getting even more characters on top of the fact that we have every previous character. So some characters like you know Cloud from Final Fantasy or Snake, who are licensed by you know um, Square Enix and Konami respectively, they are i didn't think i would see those characters back into another smash because you know you have those licensing deals for the release of one game that doesn't make it doable for the next or the sequel right so um my my problem with this is the game so the game basically has your smash mode uh excuse me jeez that was a bad voice crack um so you can play single player versus uh computers or you can play, drop in, you can play up to eight players with your friends. Um, there's an adventure mode called Spirits. Uh, it's called World of Light. There's also Spirits mode. And basically, World of Light is, it puts you in this, all the characters have been, um, basically, they're been, how do I explain this? Uh, in the game, it explains it as, all the characters in Smash have been basically, possessed and they're being puppeted by these spirits that have been possessed um these spirits are characters they're basically jpeg images they're not actually characters in the game but like for example you'll have a character like mario who has a spirit of let's say a character from a pokemon game or something um so these spirits basically you go around on this 2d map meeting all these different uh Spirits you once you beat the spirit you collect it and You can use the spirits to kind of power up your character and everything Um, This is a really bad explanation for it. You kind of have to see it to to understand what I'm saying, but um, Yeah, I'm enjoying it to be honest. Uh, It's really fun It's a way to unlock characters because there's also characters you can unlock through the adventure mode Um, Then there's the classic mode of course where you kind of just play through uh, different levels Each character kind of has a course of different enemies and levels and a final boss that you get to play against and so um, yeah, that's really interesting. You can also unlock characters uh, through that method as well. Speaking of unlocking characters, my biggest problem with it is that none of the characters are like you have so many characters but only the original eight characters from Nintendo 64 are available right off the bat. So to think that there's like you know 70 plus characters, you have to go and you know either play World of Light or play Classic Mode um, to trigger unlocks for these characters. So that's kind of a pain, it's a little tedious, it takes a bit of time, but it is nice because when you back, I think it's like every 10 minutes or something after you're playing World of Light or Classic Mode and you back out into the main menu, uh, a new challenger will approach for you to trigger an unlock of whatever character that is. So there is ways of doing it. Um, sweet, I like the World of Light way. It's it's definitely the longest way to unlock every characters, but it's great because um, you will unlock a character. Because in World of Light, you, you start as Kirby. That's all you have in World of Light. You have to unlock characters through that. When you unlock characters in World of Light, you can then play that character in World of Light, but it's also unlocked in the main game, so you can you know, play as that character when you're playing with your friends in multiplayer or whatever. So it's really fun. Um, again, I, I've just been playing mostly World of Light and a bit of classic mode, so that's really all I can say. Um for those Smash fans out there who are interested in the characters I've taken a liking to as, you know, someone who, who's not very familiar with Smash and all the characters so far, Marth has been my favorite character to play as. But there's so many characters. Uh, whenever I unlock one, I'll, I'll play around with that character for a bit to see if I like it because, of course, each character has their strengths and their weaknesses. Um... And so, yeah, I'm really, I'm going to hopefully be streaming over on my Twitch channel. Of course, twitch.tv slash games are fun podcast. It's a fun game. If you have the the game and you have a Nintendo Switch, send me your friend code. You can email me at games are fun podcast. I love to play online with uh, some of you guys. That'd be really fun. So that's that. Um, Yeah, hopefully I have more to talk about that on in the future and expect maybe a, a video over on my YouTube channel um about kind of my my review of super smash brothers ultimate so that's the episode thank you so much for listening to me blab for i don't know 45 minutes or so um before we end the show just a reminder uh this week's question or the question that's been the same for the last three or four weeks is what are your favorite games of 2018 like i said i at the end of the month, I'm going to be doing an episode talking about my favorite games of 2018. And I also want to talk about your guys' favorite games of 2018. So if you have a favorite game that released in 2018, you know, your favorite overall game, your favorite shooter, your favorite sports game, whatever the case may be, send those to the email address, games or at gmail.com or send them to me on Facebook, Twitter or Instagram, whatever social platform I'm on. If you're on SoundCloud, you can comment your favorite games in the comment section, wherever. Just make sure you do that so that I can read them out on that show. Uh, Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Games Are Fun. We will talk to you guys next Tuesday, as always, 10 a.m. Mountain Daylight Time on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and CastBox. Thanks again. Enjoy your week, and uh, I hope you all are having fun with Super Smash Brothers if you have the game. Um, yeah, we'll talk to you guys later.